He's good, isn't he? You know, it's weird when you, you read about his goodness and you read about his love and it doesn't seem to connect. Like, you know it, but it doesn't seem to connect. It's kind of like, what's, what's wrong? What's, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with where I'm at, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if, if you've ever been there, but um, that's where I was at this morning, <laughs> really recently, this a.m., reading about the love of God and reading about being in awe and wonder of him, and it's just kind of like putting me to sleep, to be honest. <laughs> what, do, what do you do with that? I don't know. I honestly don't know other than I do know this. I do know that um, it happens, but it's not normal. You know what I mean? It's, it's normal, but it's not. Because there's, there's something, there's a disconnect there. You know what I'm saying? Like when we sing about the love of God like this. Thank you, Jesus, for your love. So amazing. Family dinner. When are you going to get here? There's a disconnect. And it happens, right? And, you know, the, the worst thing we do is beat ourselves up about it. As if it's our fault and... That's not what God wants. Like, God's saying, I love you, and you're not getting it. Um, actually, the last thing you need is just the thought of, you're the problem. Um, I do know that if they're, when we're in that place... Um, it's not that we need less. <laughs> we need more. We don't need less. We need more. And so the best thing we can do is, is stay there with him. To read those words again. To listen. To ask for help. To say, Jesus, I know what you said, but I know how I feel. Would you reconcile the difference? And I realize, you know, part of the problem may be that sometimes we live too much by how we feel. Right? So, you don't feel God's love for you today? I'm talking to myself, all right? You're listening. I'm talking to myself. You don't feel God's love for you today. What does that mean? <laughs> it's kind of like, so what, in a sense. In the sense that it's still true, right? 
It's as true as it was yesterday. It's as true as it was on the day you felt it the most. It's still true, right? And so I'm just saying, God, would you help me? Because this is weird. I, I, want to, I want to feel your love, but if I can't feel it, I want to at least know it's true. I want to believe it's true. And it is. And it is. And it is. And this is by faith. Right? It's by faith. So maybe instead of feeling like there's something wrong with me, we need to say, Jesus, help me to believe that it's true. Let it be true again in my heart and in my head and in my being. What you said, the way that you feel, what you've done to show me the truth of your love. That's, that's for the feelers in the room, all right? <laughs> Actually, it's for all of us. trying to put some words to this, but, you know, I, I think we just need that reminder. And we need to let him anchor us in the truth even when we don't feel it. Even before we believe it. And when we find ourselves with a discrepancy there, to ask him, would you help me? In the same way that you found me, (laughs) you found me with your love when I didn't want anything to do with it, and I encountered the truth of it for the first time, would you help me encounter it again? So, that was for me. Um... I want to read. I want to read two things real quick. Uh, the first is from Romans eleven, and I think this is just for us as we continue in this um, time of prayer and fasting. Um, and it, it's it's really simple, but I, I think it'll really help us this week to put a um, a framework around. The, pursuing understanding of what our gifts are and it says this I'm just going to I'm just going to jump in and read it in Romans 11 verse 33 it says oh the depth of the riches of the wisdom and the knowledge of God how unsearchable his judgments and his paths beyond tracing out who has known the mind of the Lord or who has given who has been his counselor? Who has ever given to God that God should repay them? For from him and through him and for him are all things. To him be the glory forever. Amen. Now you might hear in this 
perspective that he's ending this portion of the letter uh, that is just <laughs> him saying God is, is, is so much beyond us, right? There's that. But then there's this beautiful, there's this beautiful realization or declaration rather of of what that means and he says from him and through him and for him are all things from him and through him and for him are all things can we just say wow wow like like we mean it you know you can just say it in your heart. I mean, that's amazing. And I, and I think it's um, the truth that we need to approach this time this week, that, that every good thing is from him, through him and for him. And so when we talk about gifts, what are they? They're just that. They're things that have been bestowed upon us by the one um, from whom all good things are made and given. And I think that's powerful for us because as we connect with the one from whom all things are made this week, and we're asking for direction and understanding and wisdom on our gifts, let it be that. Let it not be us trying to figure it out on our own somewhere in the corner. When we have the one from whom all of those things comes from, we have his ear. We have his heart. And he's, he's wanting to actually uncover a fuller realization of that truth for us. So that as we realize, not just that all things are from him, but the specificity of that in our lives, he will get the glory. You will get more glory as you come to a fuller realization of that in your life. And you say, Jesus, I'm giving these things back to you. The gifts that you've given to me, I'm giving back to you for your glory. So, it's just a simple word. He actually goes on to talk about like what it looks like to to um, to use our gifts in the church. And so, actually, I think it's part of um, this context here. I love though in chapter twelve, he starts chapter twelve by by actually talking about how we get to um, know the will of God, the very one from who all of this comes from, and who's who's um, the riches of his wisdom and his. And the depths of his knowledge are, are beyond searching out. And yet it says we get to know his will. And that's why we need our, our minds renewed in him. So that we, we can be on the same page with him in those things. And so I would just encourage you as you seek him in that this week. Let it really be that. Let it be you seeking him. The one from whom all good things are given. And... Um, and that you would come to him knowing that in that you're, you're not coming to him from a place of lack. Because as you come to the one who actually holds all things, if there's something that he wants to give you, if there's something that you want, he says ask for it. Okay? Whether that's just 
deeper understanding of what you already know, or that's perhaps God expanding the horizons, your boundaries. Something you want, but maybe you don't think that you can have or you can uh, go there because it's not in you. You're coming to the one from whom all things are made. So I hope that invigorates you as you spend time with him this week and as you let him speak into that. And I would just start with that, all right? You know, this kind of comes from, part of this comes from Job and his conversation with God. And and God's like, where were you, Job, when I did all of this, right? And so I think it's just a little, um, a little um, recommendation for us that when we come to him this week, in conversation on those things, that we would just come to him humbly and say, God, just tell me whatever you want to tell me. Like, shed light on my life however you want to. And if it's not, if, if you want to take this a whole other direction, it's not about the gifts this week, then do that. Because that's who you are, and whatever you say is going to be good. All right? Can you get amen? amen. Just, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, one more thing, and we're going to take communion. I'm going to read this. Um, this kind of goes back to where we started and what I was sharing about just letting him love us. And this really, this really ministered to my heart today. Um, and it's um, a writing from this book, Living Independency and Wonder. And, you know, I just think that when we talk about... Um, discovering his love, what it ultimately is, is us continuing to come back to this place of who we are to him. Like, to be loved by God is not this generic thing. It actually means that we realize who we are to him. And when he loves you, he doesn't just love you as a generic person. He loves you for exactly who you are, Um, as Nathan or Derek or Cynthia or John. He loves us for who we are and who we are to him as his children, as his children. And so actually, I think sometimes perhaps the problem is that we are not yet fully embracing the place that he wants to love us into, which is his children, being his children, seeing ourselves as that. So it's hard to, to receive the love of God um, as a child of God if you're still struggling with believing that that's who you are. And in fact, that's how we're to receive it. We're to receive it as a child. That's why it says you can't enter the kingdom unless we be like a child. All right, so I want to read this, and it's just encouragement for me in that call to being a child. Um, it's called childlike learning, and let's just close our eyes. And I'm gonna, um, I'm just gonna read this, and then we're gonna, we're gonna go into communion. And so when this is done, you're invited to come and receive. And just let these words wash over you. Let it be an invitation today. To become a fully mature son, you must first learn the ways of a child. Learn to be open, trusting, and small. Feel the joy of smallness wrapped in the immensity of me. 
Learn to exchange your inadequacy for vulnerability. It is weakness with laughter. Clap your hands and shout at the pleasure of being small. Then lift your arms in confidence and I will bear you up. Let your eyes be bright. Allow my love to overwhelm. Enjoy the feel of fear dying and confidence increasing. Face the day in total rest. Grace is good for me. It enables me to touch you continuously, to speak, to draw near, to be present always, to enjoy your childlike heart, to be one with you. Grace is good for you. It makes you feel good about yourself. You are not what you were by grace. You are not what you will be. That will be by grace. Therefore, you are who you are now by grace. Grace provides you with the confidence to know that you are always welcome, always wanted. Enjoy the grace you have and use it boldly as a favored child. Learn to see as a child would see. To look beyond the natural, train your eyes to see my hand, your ears to hear my voice, for I am always working and endlessly speaking. Hear me as I speak to others and be my voice to them. For all that you share will gladden your heart. Watch what I am doing around you. Be ready to be included and I will astonish you. Be prepared to be amazed. Allow me to use your will to touch your mind. As they deliberately collaborate, your emotions will serve your spirit. This is divine order. Practice it daily, and wonder will grow. Laugh more, worry less. Wonder has expectation that releases faith. Practice simplicity, and you will never be confused. Complexity increases procrastination. You will always put off what you don't understand. Simplicity turns faith into works, for it enables you to see the next step you must take. Above all, enjoy. Enjoy being mine. Love your belonging. Enjoy finding peace always there. Enjoy the grace of the present moment, no matter what is occurring. When you live in Christ and not your circumstances, then you will come. Then you can enjoy the moment and see a better outcome, no matter how hard the situation. The fruit of wonder is joy unspeakable. Joy is the, is the source of strength. Everything is a cycle. All you need comes from me. It works in you through me and returns from you to me. Being childlike is to make sure that in that cycle you do not disconnect, but remain with me. Jesus, we thank you for the promise that as often as we receive the bread and the cup, we receive you. We receive the truth of who you are. We receive what you've done for us and the, the communion, the fellowship that we now have because of your sacrifice on our behalf. And so today we come and we receive that gladly. We receive that with joy. We receive that with childlike faith.
In Jesus' name, amen.